3: Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. We're glad to be with you this afternoon. I have just literally walked into the studio from the First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks this afternoon with uh, members of uh, our Salem radio staff, our Salem, Tampa staff. Today was the opportunity that uh, we had to uh, pay our final respects to uh, uh, Joe Pippen, who um, certainly was um, a beloved programmer, part of this station, part of our part of our DNA, to be quite honest with you. Some of you probably are very aware of our Saturday morning program called Ask an Attorney. And uh, Joe went home to be with the Lord a couple of weeks ago. He was um, he was walking on uh, his favorite beach with his beloved wife. They had a great walk on the beach. He loved that beach over on the uh, east coast of florida and uh, they were walking back up to uh you know where they were staying and um he just collapsed and uh, was not able to be revived and so um he went home to be with the lord and today was his memorial service at uh, first baptist church of indian rocks just wrapped up probably about 3 15 if you're just tuning in you know that uh We pay tribute again today. I was not able to be with you live during the first hour as we were at the memorial service, but if you didn't get a chance to catch my tribute of last week uh, or on Saturday, uh, that it was just an opportunity for you to be able to hear a little bit about uh, the life of of, uh, Joe and why we miss him so much. But I tell you what, we are rejoicing. Uh, What a encouraging Service, What an encouraging narrative of the story of his family. And I know that many of you join us this afternoon as we're broadcasting not only to our News Talk answer stations, but also to our Faith Talk stations. And you know that I'm a Christ follower. And so a lot of what you'll get here on my show is not only a conservative worldview, but certainly a, a Christian worldview. And today was one of those special days where we can go to a memorial service to a life that was well, well, well lived uh, and lived uh, to the honor and glory of his Lord, Jesus Christ, which is uh, my Lord as well. And uh, the family was so gracious and uh, just a loving family and the folks that came. Even some of you know the name Dr. Charlie Martin. Charlie Martin, former pastor of the First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. I was so surprised, but I didn't get a chance to get over to say hello to Dr. Martin. Known him decades ago as well, as many of you. Uh, He's actually in town, uh, was uh, having some meetings unrelated to the funeral, but he was there and he had an opportunity to share a few words. Uh, along with uh, <clears throat> Dr. Long and uh, Ken Witten, Idlewild Baptist Church pastor, my pastor had a short uh, video tribute as well. As uh, he was also, um, as time was rolling, he was also uh, one of uh, Joe's pastors. And uh, what a what a sweet word that he had to say as well. But it's a it's a whole lot easier if you're a Christian. You know that. It's a lot easier to go to memorial service if you know that the person that is being memorialized accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and you know that they're in heaven, and you have that assurance. And this was one one of those um, memorial services as well. And I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a loss on our end. And um, he and his wife, Beverly, had an absolutely... Um, it's hard to describe because they were uh, sweethearts in high school all the way through, and very much involved with uh, his education to become attorney. Uh, She was also involved in the legal field as well, working together as a partnership, raising their kids, and uh, a lot of great testimony about that family life, and so it was, uh, it certainly was a testimony of uh, of a family who were truly dedicated to their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and lived that way uh, throughout uh, throughout the time of the upbringing of the kids, and to hear some of the other people talk about Joe, he was that very kind, kindred spirit. But you know, he was a practical joker, and I want to I want to share one of the uh, I want to share one of the stories about Joe. They had a time of open testimony and there was uh, a, an elderly gentleman uh, who uh, rose to speak and he was a very close family friend uh, to Joe's dad. Joe's dad was there. Joe's mom went home to be with the Lord a few months ago, but uh, he got up and uh, he introduced himself, said he'd been in the country about 40 years and he had immigrated here from the United Kingdom. And he met Joe about 20 years. And uh, I guess you know what happens when you begin developing a personal relationship with an attorney. You know, sometimes it's true stories and true confessions. So he had shared with uh, uh, Joe that, uh, well, I left England, but, uh, you know, i uh, I left a little bit of a debt there. And in fact, I... I owed the British government some taxes, and I don't plan on ever going back. So I don't plan that they're either going either. They're they're not going to follow up with me in America. Well, you know, Joe was a prankster, and so uh, the mind of Ask the Attorney started spinning. And so, how the story goes is that uh, he got wind of this gentleman that was going to be dining at one of our fine restaurants. So what Joe did, he secured the services of uh, of a gentleman. Now, I don't know whether the gentleman had a British accent or not, but imagine if very few people know that you fled from the U.K. and that you had some back taxes that you didn't take care of. And just one of the many days, you're sitting with your wife and somebody comes up to the table and says, pardon me, sir, are you so-and-so? And And the gentleman said, well, yes, I am. Well, let me introduce yourself. I am so-and-so. I am Jim Smith. And I'm with the Royal Office of Revenue for... Her Queen, Our Majesty. And I'm here because it's my understanding that you left our country and you failed to pay some taxes, and I'm here to talk about that. So if this was you, would you be a little startled? Would you be a little concerned? If you were a Christian, would you say, Lord, I know you always told me to take care of that, and I didn't. And quite frankly, how you would think, And I'm scot-free. I'm not going back. They're not coming here. So as the man starts processing it, he's kind of looking around. And then he sees another character in the story. For you see, there's someone sort of standing off to the side. And it's somebody that he notices. And lo and behold, with a little kind of a smirk, because Joel was not one to do, ooh, a real roaring, laughing person, sort of refined, He sees his friend, that's right, the infamous Ask an Attorney Joe Pippen, and Joe's got a smile on his face because Joe Joe recruited somebody to go to this restaurant, and he went there to watch it, Uh, an imposter to go up and tell this guy that the British government was tracking him down. And when he saw him, of course, it was a great joke. But I wanted to share that that was one of the testimonies. And that just gives you the idea of a little bit of pulling back that curtain behind the voice that you would hear Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, and an opportunity to um, just sort of have a chuckle. And so uh, with that and hearing about how much he really cared about folks with uh, not only, first of all, the 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 primary thing that he would be concerned about is their eternal destiny. And then, let's let's face it, he's a wills, will and trust specialist. And a lot of the questions on Sunday mornings were about wills and trusts. So, number one, he wanted to make sure that you knew the difference about the two destinations after life, and of course, he would spend whatever time necessary uh, talking about uh, his hope in Jesus, his hope in eternal life, and to give the people he came in contact with, the opportunity for that discussion. But then you can imagine, then he went right into sharing about getting them prepared with the wills and the trusts and having everything in order so that when that day, when I'm reminded of the old hymn of When We're Called Up Yonder, I'll Be There, so that when that day, when, uh, when the official escorts arrive, and I'm talking about the angels that we know, from Scripture by the truth that uh, absent with the body, present with the Lord, but that they're there to escort. They escorted Joe the moment he took that last breath. There was no doubt that he wasn't going to be revived because God knew what his plan was, and they escorted Joe up to his um, eternal, eternal Lord. And uh, what a blessing that is. So I would say on behalf of Joe... And I know we have many of you listening on our news talk stations this afternoon, and as your watchman on the wall, as I prepare you each day with some of the important topics of the day, let me just remind you, there's going to be a day when you will take your last breath. And I don't know how much time you've been thinking about, is there a heaven, is there a hell? Is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is, is he the real true God? And how about this, this this guy named Jesus? Was it really the son of God? Well, I can tell you that I would stand shoulder to shoulder with Joe to tell you, yes, it is. And he's also the Lord of my life. So on behalf of Joe, I just want to tell you that even right now where you're at today, if you want to nail that decision down, just like Joe would tell you on his radio program, you can ask the Lord to just come into your heart right now. Say, Lord, I come before you so humbly. I have, I have messed up. I have really messed up in my life. But I don't want to live with all this shame and guilt anymore. Heavenly Father, will you forgive me of my sins? I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. And Father, I want to ask you to come into my heart. I want you to take over my life. I want you to be the Lord of my life, and I want to follow you for the rest of my natural days here, and I want to be with you in heaven forever and ever and ever. Lord, will you forgive me, and will you save me? And when you sincerely share those thoughts and ask that question, you are saved just like that, and you can be saved right this afternoon and of course you know i would encourage you that's the most important breaking news story today and the most important item of your day or your life to make that decision today i urge you to make that decision right now more of the bill bunkley show i'm bill bunkley don't go away be right back
4: In my
2: The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours
0: after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion went Seven requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others
5: entered the Tagi Valley. Last off, flash. You see a flash? Everybody out there, we have a
0: fallen angel, a fallen angel, roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there black box on board?
1: Every American should be
6: taught about what happened in Extortion 17
0: what really happened to seal team six that dreadful night fallen angel extortion one seven the story most americans don't know watch exclusively at salemnow.com
8: One in three people are at risk for developing kidney disease, which can be potentially chronic and fatal. Symptoms are difficult to detect. Fortunately, there are steps you can take to prevent kidney disease or slow its progress by working with your doctor to manage your diabetes and high blood pressure. Visit optimkidneycheck.com to take a simple survey to find out if you are one of the one in three people who is at risk of developing kidney disease. That's O P T U M, kidneycheck.com. A public service message from the National Kidney Foundation, Optum Labs, and this station.
3: I'm going to get fired up now as your watchman on the wall because, um, boy, just an opportunity to go to a great home going of uh, Ask an Attorney Joe Pippen. But I want to remind you guys I am excited because I'm hoping that you will really take to heart my personal invitation to come out because I really would like to see you and meet you. That's on Thursday, September the 23rd. Mark down that calendar. And I want you to come out and be with us at the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay. And that's because we've got some great things on tap. Uh, We're going to have an opportunity to really talk about small businesses, what it's going to take to come back. And we've got a little more challenges in the box right now with the Delta mutation. But I'm going to tell you what, we've got an all-star panel. And it won't be just limited to just small business, but... If you're a small or medium business owner, come on out. Come on out, and we're going to spend some time talking. We're going to spend some time with the panelists who are going to be sharing with you and I. I have the honor of being the uh, the host of MC that evening. And I uh, want to remind you, for all of you that love to come out whenever Captain Bruce is at uh, any kind of a function, hey, the captain's going to be with us there as well, and we're going to have a chance to talk with you. But, hey, how about the all-star lineup? We got Mike Gallagher, host of the Mike Gallagher Show, nationwide. originates from right here in our Tampa studios. And then, boy, I'm hoping we're going to have the governor-elect of the state of California, Larry Elder, who is our evening host here. Larry is out fundraising all of the other conservatives times XXX. He's leading in the polls, and Larry Elder may be coming here as the governor elect of the state of california how neat would that be especially for you to get a chance to chat with him but i'll tell you what win or lose he has shaken up california he's shaken up the country and i know you'd like to be here with him that evening as well now adjoining him we're going to have uh, alfredo ortiz he's the president of the Job Creators Network. And, hey, I'm just excited because we get to have Rebecca Walser with us. She's the CEO of Walser Wealth Management, and she's also a contributor on Fox News and Fox Business. She's going to be with us as well. Now, go get your tickets right now. Here's the website, theanswertampa.com. Theanswertampa.com. Go there, click on the banner for the Small Business Evening. And that's going to be on September the 23rd, the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay. That's on the Courtney Campbell Causeway on the Tampa side, just a stone's throw from Tampa International Airport. And by the way, if you're listening on um, our Bradenton, Sarasota, answer station, uh, news talk station, AM 930. Hey, if you always like to go to your website, you can register for our Tampa event there. Uh, you go to dot com. Hey, now, t- tickets are moving and selling, and I don't want you to miss out. So why don't you go ahead and just get that calendar, put it on your smartphone, go ahead and secure your ticket. And there's some opportunities for some VIP uh, interchanges as well, but I really want you to come out and see us on that date. Well, as you know, I'm your watchman on the wall, standing in the gap for our American Values. And uh, I'm proud to be here again today. And, you know, our judicial, our our Judeo-Christian values that came from this nation's dedication to the Word of God still ring true today. But there is a host of anti-God folks, anti-Jesus folks, anti-America folks. Because I'm going to tell you, when you look at the move the socialists are trying to put on us, and by the way, two, two big setbacks. One setback is that $1.1 trillion infrastructure plan. we got a lot of in- infrastructure work to do, but I'm going to tell you, we are bankrupting this country in debt that we can't get out of. And if you know anything about socialism, that's exactly what you want to do if you're a socialist here in America and you want to do away with the free enterprise system and you want to do away with capitalism. You just run that debt up so high, we'll never get out from under it. Because then the elected leaders say, well, we have no choice. We're going to have to socialize your business. We're going to have to socialize that factory. We're going to have to get more government control over all of this commerce in America. And oh, by the way, we're socialists. And as a socialist, we don't believe in a supreme being. As a socialist, the only God we know is the God that we hope to enshrine, and that is the federal government of the United States of America. And as a socialist, as a Marxist, you need to understand that what we're putting together, we, a handful of us, we're going to control all the strings in this country. And we're not going to do it just in an election. We're going to take control. Of the federal government. We're going to then take control of the state governments because we learn from our good friend, Hugo Chavez, we know how to kill a government. And I'm speaking of Venezuela. We know how to kill an economy. We know how to take the most prosperous country there in Central South America. And now it's the most neediest. In just a matter of a few years, you know, by the way, their hero is also Fidel Castro and Raul Castro and even today, as finally a a younger communist had to take over, you need no more proof to know what's going on here in this country to know that they they the socialists they the folks who are marxists, they are not supporting the people of Cuban for their Cuba for their freedom now they are supporting the Castro regime now inherited by yet a younger generation to hold on. I'm going to tell you what, man your battle stations, get off the couch. We need to start sharing with everyone we know in the days ahead. At the top of that list is your local congresspeople, your local, uh, well, our state senators, our our, uh, U.S. senators, our state senators, our House members, County commissioners, city council, school board, dog catcher, you name it. You name it because we're sounding the call. Now, I want to remind you our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. And, yes, let's talk a little bit about that $3.5 trillion boondoggle all of the social services, all of the big moves to socialism, that's what's in this package. And we are getting ready to be flim-flammed to the tune of, what, $1.5 to $6 trillion all told? We'll talk about that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, if you'd like to chime in, hey, that number is um, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. I'm a
2: SRN News. I'm John Scott. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul says she's prepared to lead after Governor Andrew Cuomo steps down. Hochul says she plans to bring in new people in her administration and eliminate anyone unethical named in the Attorney General's report on Cuomo. She will become the state's first female governor when she takes over from Cuomo. Tropical Storm Fred is swirling toward the Dominican Republic in Haiti with forecasters warning that heavy rains could cause dangerous flooding and mudslides. The forecast track would bring it near Florida by the weekend. Prices for U.S. consumers rose last month, but at a slowest pace since February. Today's report from the Labor Department showing consumer prices rose five-tenths from June to July. Stocks closed mixed. The Dow gained 220 points. The Nasdaq dropped 23. The S&P was up 11. This is SRN News.
3: We all know somebody in the mortgage business, but very few mortgage brokers are leaders in their industry. I'm Bill Bunkley, and I know a thing or two about the real estate and mortgage business. Anthony Recupero at Lend US in Tampa is a top-notch pro. Anthony gets complicated loans approved and closed in just a few weeks. If you're a DACA borrower or self-employed, no problem. Call my friend Anthony Recupero at 813-326-3331.
1: Anthony Recupero, NMLS number 1612 Lend US LLC. NMLS number 1938, equal housing opportunity we That's 800-696-6902. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs.
10: Without a proper understanding of who truly owns
1: your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
3: reminding you that my friends at acs home services are waiting for that call you know what that call is well if you've been listening you know that they have a special for you a one-time charge of 79 dollars when they are going to take care of inspecting your entire um um, central heat and air system not only let you know if there's any things that needs to be fixed but they're going to do a A thorough cleaning as well and that includes checking out the thermostat checking out your return unit they're going to go outside and they're going to vacuum out all the leaves and all of the dirt then they're going to take soap and water to further clean the outside unit and then they're going to check your ducts as well they'll do that now and they'll do it again in six months if you need to do any work to tune up your system you're going to get a complete written estimate outlining all of their recommendations and then if you'd like them to move ahead, they can give you peace of mind by returning your machine to uh, your central heat and air system, I should say, to a point of working very, very efficiently. And with that 25% increase that's coming down the line from Tico on your electric bill for you TECO customers. And by the way, everyone else, just wait. Yours is coming, too, because it is the all-out sellout to solar and not fossil fuels. But I want to tell you, you got to let them tune it up for you. Go to go to their website right now at acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com, and uh, you can also call them right now at 813-544-2467, 813-544-2467. Got a little programming note. Uh, last hour we were hoping to talk to Dr. Yvonne Thompson, and she's written the book, Can You Sleep Like This?, In the rest, and that's R-E-S-T, as in relaxing, sleeping, in the rest of God. uh, Because of our special Encore presentation and my attendance at the memorial service today for Joe Pippen, we have rescheduled that for a few days. So just want to let you know we haven't forgot about her. And, uh, yes, we're still going to have a chance to talk about a Mormon who was a zealot Mormon for Mormonism. He got introduced to Jesus Christ, and he's written the book of Micah Wilder, Passport to Heaven, the true story of a zealous Mormon missionary who discovers the Jesus he never knew. What a compelling story. That's coming up in just a moment. Now, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You've got to know the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth about this $3.5 trillion boondoggle. That was voted out of the Senate. Now, I don't want you to get confused because there were some Republicans that voted for the infrastructure bill. That was bipartisan. Now, remember, both of these were one bill to start with. Until the Democrat strategist realized that you would now vote for both of these together. So they split them up. So you've got the infrastructure, and look, we've got, in a lot of our older cities, we've got issues for sure uh, with roads, bridges, plumbing, water lines, you name it. And we've got to do some infrastructure. But that's not the one that you want to hold your nose over. The 3.5, and I'm going to pull that curtain back and let you know a little bit about this $3.5 trillion boondoggle that's going to add to our deficit, it's going to ultimately add to increase in inflation, and it is just a horrible, horrible move to make on this country. Now, what the Republicans were able to do, not a single Republican voted for this bill, but using the procedures of the Senate, they were able to force some sub-issues And they forced the Democrats to have to go up on the board to have a recorded vote on some very important areas that I think that in their districts back home, we've got midterm elections coming up. Well, the people back home need to know how extreme their uh, Democrat uh, representative in the Senate actually voted. They had a vote on critical race theory. They had a vote on abortion. They had a vote on fracking. Now, this hearing was a 14-hour marathon. Vote Vote after vote after vote after vote after vote. And this is a budget resolution. They're not even bringing a full budget to be debated in committees. Oh, no, 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 no. They're just tweaking the existing budget, which means it's an extension, which means that you don't have to have a 60 plus a sixty margin vote. You only have to have 50 plus one. And in an the end result, the vote was 50-49. 3.5. This is with a T, a trillion, a T. Now, this marathon... in in which the senators, they brought up non-binding amendments. And these amendments are a procedural step in the process. And they're using this to sidestep that 60-vote necessity if they were going to be following the rules, because that's the filibuster rule that... Slows down the process. But if you're paying attention, listen very, very closely. On the record, dozens of issues that each one will be a a point of communication to the voters in the fall elections leading up to the 2022 midterms. You now have a treasure trove of votes for the Republicans to use in their arsenal to upend and take over Democrat seats in the Senate. There was an amendment offered by the Republican from Arkansas senator tom cotton he made them go to the board and vote on supporting banning federal funds from backing critical race theories in schools two hot button issues now in florida it's kind of a little bit of a moot point as we think about and pray for the nation because neither of our florida senators was anywhere near on board for this but in those states where we have battleground states where the Republicans can take up some of these Democrat seats, I'm going to tell you what. There are some areas the folks out there are by what 70 plus percent folks in uh, across America they don't believe we ought to be taking federal tax dollars for abortion. They don't want federal tax dollars to pay for backing critical race theory. Those votes are now on. Joe Manson, the sole Democrat here, who is the one sort of in the driver's seat so many times, he joined all 49 Republicans to vote in favor of Tom Cotton's amendment. Cotton said on the Senate floor, today some want to replace our founding principles with critical race theory. want to teach our children America is not a good nation, but a racist nation. Those teachings are wrong, and our tax dollars should not support them, close quote. Senator Patty Murray, a Democrat from Washington State. She chimed in and said the amendment was an attempt to force the federal government to interfere with local schools' decisions. Right on. A Democrat speaking the truth, and I want to point that out. Republicans forced the Democrats in the Senate to split on several other votes. Eight Democrats backed a proposal from Senator Kevin Kramer, North, North Dakota Republican, that would block the EPA from banning fracking. They know that if they went home voting for the fracking deal, it would be all over for them and those drilling states, including North Dakota. Four Democrats voted for an amendment... By Senator John Boozman from Arkansas, Republican, opposing the policies from the Department of Agriculture that would cut federal funding to fossil fuel plants. And by the way, I want to just shout out Fox News for a great comprehensive report on this that uh, I'm taking excerpts from as well for the statistics. Senator Kramer said a fracking ban would weaken national security. It will. Would increase global emissions, yes, and most importantly, it's taking more money out of the pockets of hardworking Americans. By enacting one, Democrats would be putting their reckless agenda against the of the needs of their constituents. I'm glad my amendment passed, close quote. It goes on. For Democrats, both Nevada Senators... Uh, Mark Kelly, Democrat, Arizona, and Maggie Hassan, Democrat, New Hampshire. Well, they broke with the party, Democrat Party, and voted in favor of an amendment that supported more resources for deporting criminal illegal aliens. How about that? Two standout Democrats on that issue. A Republican from Tennessee, Senator Bill Hagerly. He said a fracking ban would... um, Excuse me. They voted on an amendment about global emissions. And all but nine Democrats voted in favor of an amendment from Senator Dan Sullivan, Republican of Alaska, that would support building renewable energy technology with parts that are made and sourced in America rather than China. There's a whole lot more of these. One in particular, nearly all Democrats opposed an amendment from Senator John Imhoff, Republican Oklahoma. He filed amendments supporting a ban on abortions of children with Down syndrome. Believe it or not, Republican Susan Collins from Maine opposed that amendment. My folks, if you want to know how radical the Democrats are, go to the source, Congressional Record, the Senate, look at all the amendments that are not part of our traditional family values. And they'll have to vote. They'll have to face the vote, I should say, next November with their votes. I'm Bill Bunkley. More in a moment. Be right back.
6: Who lost China was a cry heard in the 1950s after communists took over the country. Today, one might ask, who lost Afghanistan? As we near the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attack on America and President Bush's response that pushed back the Taliban, some serious questions must be asked. Why pull out altogether when air and some ground support has kept the Taliban at bay? We've had troops in South Korea and Europe for more than half a century. President Trump started pulling them out and asked those countries to pay more in their own defense. They have. But why can't Afghans defend their country with the training and weapons we gave them? They're caving to the Taliban, which attack with inferior weapons but better motivation. Theirs is a religious motivation, and there is the rub. Osama bin Laden predicted the U.S. would withdraw using Vietnam as his model. Did our dead sacrifice for this? Women and girls will again be oppressed. Will al-Qaeda rise to attack us again? If they do, the blood will be on the hands of two
1: presidents.
11: but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into and that's MetaShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MetaShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. too. the customer satisfaction rate for MetaShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double 85590 Bible that's 85590 Bible 85590 Bible Hi,
12: this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. I want to let you know about an online experience called Sea Life 2021. In this six-episode video series, we're sharing stories and encouragement that will inspire and empower you to live out your pro-life views. You'll also discover valuable resources to help you step up and get involved in the cause. This is a digital experience you and your family won't want to miss. All the details are at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash life
13: Travel Cats is a one-of-a-kind travel partner offering a rare mix of valuable expertise, unparalleled personal service, and commitment to delivering a superior travel experience and incredible group rates. Whether you're looking for group travel, a couple's getaway, family vacations, cruises, Christian tours, or you just want a no-hassle yet unforgettable travel experience, Travel Cats is the right call. Learn more by visiting TravelCats.com. That's travelkatz.com. at Travel Cats. Group travel made easy.
1: Start the morning right, weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Of the appearance of a man above upon it. Now this speaks of the incarnation of Christ. The fact that God became a man, the Word became flesh, he pitched his tent here among us. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee, weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, a.m. 570 and 910.
3: Bill Bunkley here, of the Bill Bunkley Show, wrapping up hour number two on this Wednesday afternoon, the 11th day of August uh, 2021 in the year of our Lord. Hey, I want to remind you that Jay Sekelo is up next and we'll have a chance to uh, hear from him. If you're listening on our answer stations, I'll be over on our fate talk stations. As you know, with our number three of the Bill Bunkley Show, you can listen throughout West Central Florida on AM 570. That's our fate talk station next hour. You can also listen on AM 910, which is our um, our tower right there all around Plant City. In Lakeland, switch over to FM 102.1, and you can listen to the Bill Bunkley Show on our FM transmitter in Lakeland. And all the way up in Bayonet Point, 100.3 FM, you can be a part of our show there as well. Hope you will tune in. I will have the latest update from the National Hurricane Center when we come back just a little bit after the 5 o'clock hour. Also want to remind you, we've got our Regnery book for those of you listening on our answer stations And, in fact, if you're listening on our Faith Talk stations, because we're on all the platforms right now, you can certainly put your name in the hat for this book as well. It's called Hollowed Out, and we had a chance to talk to Jeremy Adams a couple of days ago. He is a much-decorated conservative teacher from Bakersfield, California, uh, and he's won awards because uh, of his effectiveness in teaching. And uh, he has watched this process year after year, and he's written a book, Hollowed Out, which means the kids that are in school today, in colleges, universities. Are their brains, have they been hollowed out because of social media, being on the phone, the pad? And then, well, some of the teaching that has been going on in some of the public schools around the country, well, that book, "Hollowed Out: A Warning About America's Next Generation," is our Regnery Book of the Month from Regnery Publishing, a division of Salem Media Group. You can go right now to either theanswertampa dot com, theanswertampa or the dot com, the dot and you can register for this book by clicking on that uh, banner uh, ad there, and uh, you can uh, put your name in the hat every day for the rest of the month which increases your chances to win, and I very much uh, encourage you to, uh, to do so. Because uh, we love to give things away. I love to give things away. Well, I am waiting to find out when I go home how day number two has gone for our students that are back in school. And uh, this is going to be quite an adjustment. For those of you who uh, are my prayer partners, uh, that segment of our listening audience, please pray for the teachers and the students because I know this is quite an adjustment indeed. And uh, second of all, um, you're going to hear tomorrow, you will hear tomorrow, my something to think about. We've got a report about the uh, Pfizer vaccination. And uh, it's not to alarm you. It's not to uh, uh, cause any distress. But uh, I do make you aware of uh, research by the Mayo Clinic you know that all of these vaccinations every month they're losing a little bit of their potency. That's why you hear a lot of the buzz about a third booster shot. Now, again, I just want to tell you that this happens with all of the vaccines, but we've got one of the vaccines that cause that there's a cause for special awareness. If you got the Pfizer, the Pfizer vaccine the two shots understand that as they were studying in the month of July and they were studying how much the vaccination has decreased right now, they're saying that Pfizer is dropped to 42%. That's right. 42%. Now, if you had the Moderna, the same research shows that it's protection today is around 76 percent on average so what that means is and it kind of gives me an indication you know i've shared about joel rosenberg our our great friend author dual citizenship in israel he got his pfizer uh, two shots in israel came here his son got married in orlando they had a family retreat 36 members of his family came down with covid including himself And you can Google that a lot of people in Israel have come down with COVID. Remember that that nation did 100% Pfizer and about 100% of the nation was inoculated. So something may be up as far as being a little more vulnerable at this point in time, especially if you got the vaccination early on. That just reminds you that it is up to all of us to keep up to date on what's happening on the effectiveness of our vaccines And it's up to all of us to consider all of the options out there, not taking the CDC and certainly not taking Dr. Fauci of what they have to say. But you've got to pray or game plan your own life. I'm being safe. I don't know what that definition is for yours, but there is a call to be aware. Pfizer, 42% effective in the month of July. Be safe. Be smart. I'll be right back. Are you paying
13: too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New health plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles so if you're uninsured underinsured or paying too much call Healthcare help desk 800-820-6058 800-820-6058 800-820-6058 wtbn
1: pinellas park
7: we have so much to thank god for and it's always a joy to worship him together so take your family to church this sunday
10: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is urging all pregnant women to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The
0: CDC recommendation echoes recent guidance from top obstetrician groups and comes as hospitals and coronavirus hotspots around the country are seeing greater numbers of unvaccinated mothers-to-be seriously ill with the virus. Expectant women run a higher risk of severe illness and pregnancy complications from COVID-19, including miscarriages and stillbirths. But CDC data show their vaccination rates are low, with only about 23 percent having received at least one dose. The agency had previously encouraged pregnant women to consider vaccination, but CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky now says it has never been more urgent. I'm Ben
10: Thomas. President Biden says his administration is taking steps to address rising inflation. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports.
0: Consumer prices were up again in July, but at a slower pace. And that slower increase is what the president is focusing on. Monthly price increases have come down. At the same time, Mr. Biden knows that inflation is being felt by families across the country. Family budgets remain tight and paychecks don't go as far as they need to. Gas prices are a big concern, and the president says his administration will use every available tool to monitor the U.S. gasoline market and address any illegal conduct. Greg Clugston, Washington.
10: New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul says she is prepared to lead after Governor Andrew Cuomo steps down because of sexual harassment charges.
7: I'm ready. I want people to know that I'm ready for this. And it's not something we expected or asked for. But I am fully prepared to assume the responsibilities as the 57th governor of the state of New York.
10: On Wall Street, the Dow by 220 points, the NASDAQ dropped 22, the S&P up by 10. This is SRN News.
2: the United States has killed Osama bin Laden.
0: Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others.
5: Anybody out out We Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel. Roger.
0: Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com.
10: Conservative leaders decry a bill that would require women to register for the draft. That would be the first time such would become the case in the history of the United States. And that is something that would have been throughout most of our nation's history implausible, unthinkable, and unimaginable. Dr. Albert Muller of the Southern Baptist Convention.
1: One of the achievements of civilization
0: is that under normal circumstances, wives and daughters are
10: not sent into war, as are husbands and sons. More at AlbertMueller.com. A rash of anti-Semitic acts across Europe and Ukraine, the grave marker of a prominent Jewish leader was smashed and desecrated. In Greece, a Jewish cemetery was attacked and a monument to victims of the Holocaust was vandalized. Anti-Semitism is on the rise all around the globe, but the problem has become acute in Europe. The German government announced it will put another $41 million into research and educational products focused on understanding anti-Semitism. This is- Church is
7: where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Lang, board certified optometric physician and certified nutritional specialist. Founder of the Lang Eye Institute and Fortify Vitamins. I have hosted the very popular Ask the Doctor. Doctor program since nineteen ninety-three that's heard every Saturday at ten a.m. I educate you on the latest advancements in natural approaches to eye disease and total body wellness. You'll also learn how to slow down that dreaded aging in our bodies. I'm Dr. Michael Lang, helping keep America fit and healthy on Ask the Doctor right here, Saturday morning at 10. Strength between Sundays. Faith Talk, 570 and 910, online at Let's Talk
0: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
3: Good afternoon. Welcome back to our number three of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio all across West Central Florida. And uh, once again, we are honored to be here this afternoon as your watchman on the wall. Well, it's Wednesday. For those of you who are followers of Christ, this is a good day to take advantage of your weekday prayer meeting your weekday service and of course some of you may not have that opportunity i understand but for those who do you know these are perilous times and any time that we can go uh either to our place of worship or if uh you have the ability to watch online for whatever reason would uh uh, predicate that to happen i'm gonna tell you what uh, i'm always a little bit late but uh i'm gonna be heading out to uh my midweek service this afternoon in person as well. But again, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Well, want to let you know as your watchman on the wall, we're going to continue to be standing here, keeping you briefed each and every afternoon, just a few hours a day to let you know of two or three of the most important issues that you might want to consider as a follower of Christ, the Christian worldview. And with that, we do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, we try to tell you the takeaway, why that's important, and we also try to suggest uh, why it's important for you to pray about that various subject each and every day. Well, today, I know some of you are praying that we have a tropical disturbance that might just, Lord, just make this thing go away. Talk about that in a moment. First up on the Bill Bunkley show, but reminding you that faith, family, freedom, and free enterprise—the pillars of our country, of our Judeo-Christian principles—that's what we're all about here on the Bill Bunkley show, and what we're all about here at Salem Media Group. And I hope that you will be joining us in being proactive. We cannot be sitting back, uh, even today, as we get word uh, of the big rush. Overnight meetings in the Senate, in the House, in the Congress. we got to rush out, you know, one and a half trillion dollars worth of debt. That's nothing but feeding, feeding the hunger by those pushing this stuff to flip this country upside down and to turn it into a socialist country, an anti-Christian country, an anti-church country country, an anti-pastor country, and yes, if you're a Christ follower, anti-you. And if you don't believe me, I challenge you to do your homework. I'm a history buff, may not always have the full picture, but I'm going to tell you what. You look at the textbook as written by that, that hellacious guy by the name of Karl Marx, and yes, while he was alive, He was so evil, many people commented about the fact, speculated, that maybe he might be an agent of the devil. I'm not going to touch that one way or another, but, you know, we have Satan is roaring around this country and around the globe as a a lion. And you know what? If you're not careful, he's looking to eat you alive. He does want to destroy you. He does want to deceive you. And he will lie with you with a straight face and you won't even know he's lying because he'll make you think he's your buddy because he brings you pleasure. He brings you fun. Doesn't matter if it may be out of bounds of our Christian worldview, but you know what? I just had to have a little relief. Well, we're here to warn you every day. Be careful of that thought. Be careful of that philosophy. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you'd like to... uh, Join the conversation this afternoon so let's get the five o'clock advisory Uh, this is from the national hurricane center in miami let me give you some of the statistics first for those who might be tracking this latest uh, tropical problem that we have Um, the current location as of five o'clock was 18.9 north 71.0 west now, the maximum sustained winds at this moment is 40 miles an hour. That means it is qualified as a tropical depression. Now, the movement is a little bit faster than yesterday at this point, moving north-northwest at 15 miles an hour. Now, I want to remind you that in the next, uh, in the next set of, uh, of uh, reports, if, if uh, fr- by the way, Fred, Fred is now in the hood, all right? Fred is in the neighborhood, Tropical Storm Fred. Now, if Fred, which we think it very well might be, if Fred, over the next uh, day, 24 hours or so, maybe 24 24, 48 hours, but Fred could notch back down at 39 miles an hour or lower, and then it will be a tropical cyclone. Now, the reason is, is that right now, Fred is just about moving out of the Dominican Republic. It's in the center of the island of Hispaniola. It's only hours away of moving into the central part of the island. Next up would be Haiti. For those of you not familiar, your geography, Haiti and the Dominican Republic share the same island. And so it's been moving through heavy, uh, heavy moving through Puerto Rico, uh, certainly uh, 40 mile an hour winds, but a lot of rain, a lot of rain. And I want you to remember that because that's part of what we are looking at uh, as we move forward. So right now, when this, the, uh, the, 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 the tropical storm Fred is moving over this island, then it goes back in over water, and then very quickly, right now the storm track this hour has it skirting the actual just coming up the actual coast of cuba so by 2 p.m tomorrow afternoon it will be impacting uh, southeast cuba on the northern side of the island and the reason why i point this out until two o'clock on friday afternoon it's going to be skating that side of the island. And that means it could be diminishing its strength. That's why I think there's a good case this storm may retract down to a tropical cyclone for a few days. Uh, It certainly isn't scheduled to be strengthening while it is over Cuba during this period of time. Now, when we get to 2 o'clock Friday, the storm begins to move more to the northwest. And, of course, if you know when you get into that Havana, Cuba area, you know that Cuba at that point begins to, instead of uh, the shoreline climbing to the north-northwest, it sort of levels out, and then actually as it comes around that little curly cue, it also, the Cuban Peninsula comes down a little bit more to the south and the west. But by 2 p.m. Saturday, it will be just entering into the Florida Straits. At this point, the storm track would take it over the, a, the south uh, island of uh, the Florida Keys, including Key West, at least at the moment. That's where the center of the cone is. Now, keep in mind, this storm could impact uh, Homestead, Florida, over just south of Miami, uh, all the way out into then the Gulf of Mexico as it moves out of the Florida Straits. Now, I can tell you at 2 p.m. Sunday, which means Saturday night, overnight, is when we're going to be paying most attention to this. I think somewhere around 2 a.m. Sunday, it will be west of uh, Tampa Bay. That means Clearwater, St. Petersburg, maybe a little to the south being due uh, due, uh, west of Bradenton. But it is in the Saturday night overnight that we're going to be paying attention to this. Uh, About 2 o'clock on Sunday, it will be just northwest of Tampa Bay. And by 2 p.m. Monday, it would have moved somewhere. uh, It would come ashore in the peninsula, uh, maybe just a little bit to the west of Cedar Key. And by 2 p.m. Monday, it will be just north of Tallahassee, Florida, Uh, 2 p.m. Monday, straddling the Florida-Georgia line. So that's the track that we have uh, uh, right now. And so we're really interested basically for the next two or three days is that's where we've got the cone. All of the spaghetti models up into the fact that it crosses over the Florida Keys, Sea West, into uh, the Gulf of Mexico. I can tell you that the spaghetti models pretty well line up for all of that. And so as we're watching it move into that area, want a reminder, I went to uh, the store and I got my water just a few days ago. So I'm very stocked up on water before there's a rush. What we can expect, excuse me, what we can expect of this particular storm, at least, is that uh, I believe it will be a tropical storm. Uh, Right now, it's not scheduled to uh, climb up to hurricane force. But there's a lot of moisture in the atmosphere right now. We've got a high-pressure area that's just off uh, into the Atlantic. And what's going to be happening is, as we've seen before, with that high-pressure ridge, the storm's going to be coming up Cuba. And then as the high-pressure ridge starts to recede on that western side, it gets a little bit weaker. That's how this storm is now curling up to come up the uh, the Florida Gulf Coast uh, into Georgia. So, uh, looks like it's going to be a pretty significant rain event. So that's uh, one thing I ought to remind you and with all the flooding. But, uh, again, um, it's always good to have that emergency kit ready. And, uh, you know, I've said over the last month or two, it's good to keep that kit year-round, not just for hurricanes. I'm going to tell you what the threats to our power grid and some of the other things that uh, we have to be concerned about in uh, security and life in 2021 I know years ago people used to kind of roll their heads about people uh, selling the buckets of survival food. But you know what? It's becoming more and more wise in the world that we live in that uh, if you are the one that was prepared uh, in your home, and I'm not suggesting everybody has to get a generator. Uh, We we don't have a generator in our home, but if you are one to get yourself a, a generator, and plenty of gasoline that uh, you don't store in the house and you don't store the generator or run it in the house or the garage. But you've got that, you've got a week, 10 days worth of water and you've got some food that you can eat and maybe you've got that little Coleman stove. You can buy some of those propane bottles to to uh, you know, heat some food up, some of that survival food. I'm going to tell you what, that uh, as uh, all your neighbors who didn't get, uh, you know, three, five hundred bucks if you got it out of the teller machine and uh, you didn't they didn't fill up their cars like you did. Well, those folks, well, in a time like that, they're going to be looking at you and say, man, look at all that. I know you don't have air conditioning. Well, maybe you could buy a window. You didn't do that as well. But you know what? They're pretty comfortable in the midst of this disaster. Remember what the Boy Scout said? Be prepared. I'm Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Remember, we'll talk about Passport to Heaven, the true story of a zealot Mormon missionary who discovers the Jesus he never knew. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
9: Moss Nissan is simply the best around, and during a time when many car dealers are experiencing serious inventory shortages, we pride ourselves in having the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles of any Nissan dealer in the Tampa Bay area. And we make sure that every customer receives our best deal guarantee, which means receiving top dollar for your trade, the best financing rates available, and Moss Care, which provides added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes.
12: Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. I'd like to invite you to join us this Friday for an online experience called Sea Life 2021. In this six-episode video series, we're sharing stories, insight, and encouragement that will inspire and empower you to live out your pro-life views. You'll also discover valuable resources to help you step up and get involved in the cause. This is a digital experience you and your family won't want to miss. Visit FocusOnTheFamily.com slash life.
8: Joe,
5: technician from SafeLight Auto Glass.
12: My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do
4: until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at safelight.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician, so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon.
7: Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to safelight.com. SafeLight Repair,
4: SafeLight Replace. and I
3: back, Bill Bunkley here, just praising the Lord this afternoon. What a delight it is to just just be, be in the spirit, be walking with the Lord in just those few minutes is really a blessing to me. I'm excited because um, we're going to have a chance to talk about someone who is a member of what many would refer to as a denomination that doesn't follow the word of the Lord, and that is everything is contained in Scripture. The Old Testament and New Testament, nothing should be added, nothing should be taken away. Reminding you in a moment, I'm going to be talking about a young man, the true story of a zealous Mormon missionary. He discovered the Jesus he never knew. And it was a Baptist pastor who shared the gospel plan of salvation that changed his life. Life. The name of the book is Passport to Heaven. That's what it's all about. Have you got your passport ready? And guess what? You don't have to have a vaccination card. You just need to have the passport that you are covered with the blood of Jesus because of his sacrifice to you. Micah Wilder is going to be with us at the bottom of the hour. Don't miss that. Hey, also want to remind you that, uh, you know what? Today, I don't know why, but I saw two or three different service vans. Companies selling windows, companies selling doors, companies selling remodeling. And, you know, I thought I want to always remind you that our friends at ACS Home Services, they have an opportunity for you to get some great estimates from them if you're thinking about, well, quite frankly, replacing all the windows in your home. I know we talk a lot about their very special inspection services for your central heat and air system. But I always sometimes think I don't always tell the rest of the story that you got to understand that they'll replace your windows at ACS Home Services. They'll replace your, uh, uh, not only your air conditioner if you need it, God forbid, because that's a very expensive item, the most expensive item in your home. But they'll give you not only an estimate, but they've got some financing to help you if it comes at the wrong time. But, uh, hey, your electrical wiring and even your electrical box. And so I always remind you right now, as you're praying about the fall, and we're seeing some, we saw today where, let's say, Southwest Airlines reduced their third quarter projections of their earnings because they've seen a pretty good drop off of people making reservations over the next 90 to 120 days because of the Delta variant. So people are maybe not spending money on air travel. Maybe they're thinking about, you're thinking about putting new windows in. Hey, well, check out the services at acshomeservices.com. Make sure you get a quote from them. And you can call them to talk about uh, what uh, they might be able to do for you. That number to call is 813-544-2467. That's 813-544-2467. Be sure to tell them. Bill Bunkley said to tell you that I asked you to call him. Having some fun this afternoon. This is an update I probably would have given last hour, but... I want to tell you that there's a whole lot of untruth that gets spun every day all across the country. And people are forming opinions based on what the liberal media brings to the microphones, to the video screens. And here we go again. You know that I have no trust for the CDC. Now, I want to tell you that a couple of days ago, the CDC, and you know they've been beating up Florida pretty bad about our governor, Ron DeSantis, the masks, the vaccines, et cetera, et cetera. This is how it works. It's important for you to know this because you need to pray against lies, deceptions, misleading. And you know who's the father of that? (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Read your read your Bible. It's Satan. He is the architect for so much of this. But anyway, well, the CDC decided to report that Florida's COVID data. Now, this is uh, something that is uh, an element of just a normal report after a weekend. Well, they decided to put some ink to print with a claim that Florida that we saw a whopping 28,000 new cases of COVID on Sunday. Let that sink in. That's a lot of people. And that's uh, that's more than a, that's, you know, uh, do you think about Raymond James Stadium is what, 68,000? You know, about a third. That's a lot of people just in Florida. And by the way, as they reported it, all the naysayers about Florida and our governor would be, you know, making sure you knew that this was a record high. And by the way, this little sleight of hand, the lie, I'll be very bold, by the CDC, it, it did what was expected. Media jumped on this, and boy, you know what, how many stories you see. Who's doing worse, Florida or California. For the number of cases that the CDC released for Florida Today, this was a couple days, incorrect. You know what they did? They decided to add together not one, not two, but multiple days into one figure. And the Florida Department of Health was all over it. What the CDC did, untruthful, is that two days were combined into one to make one big number for Sunday that wasn't actually the number for Sunday. You want to know what the true numbers are that should have been in this report? And by the way, the report would have shown a decrease over the three days in question. Are you with me? Instead of this rapid spread, it would have been a decrease. Here's the data. Friday, August the 6th, 21,500. Saturday, August the 7th, 19,567. And how about Sunday? Drops down to 15,319. Honest mistake? Maybe. Hard to ignore that the White House and the CDC are in a WWE battle with one Governor Ron DeSantis over the masks. And in fact, it's personal between the president and our governor. Governor, he's standing in the way from the leftist takeover. So the takeaway, need to pray that not all of what you hear is accurate and that people would know the truth even though corrections are buried. And pray for wisdom of how Florida reacts to all of this. Pray for wisdom to your governor as he makes these decisions. Coming up next, a Mormon finds Jesus Christ, the Christ he never knew, That's next
1: on the Bill Bunkley Show. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa.
10: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Oregon Governor Kate Brown on Tuesday announced a statewide indoor mask requirement because of the spike in coronavirus hospitalizations and cases, warning that the state's health care system could be overwhelmed. Beginning Friday, everyone who is five years or older in Oregon, regardless of vaccination status, will be required to wear masks in indoor public spaces. Brown had urged local officials to implement their own mandates, but almost none did. The U.S. coronavirus health and safety measures in Oregon applies to all indoor public spaces, including businesses, grocery stores, indoor entertainment venues and gyms. In addition, people older than two years old will be required to wear masks on public transit. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was up by 220, the NASDAQ dropped 22. This is SRN News. If you're
3: trying to buy a new home or investment property during these crazy times where properties are selling even more than they're listed, then you can't afford to wait on a lender that causes you to lose the deal. Folks, take it from your friend Bill Bunkley. Working with an online lender just to save a few bucks isn't worth losing your dream home over. Call my buddy Anthony Recupero at LendUS in Tampa, 813-326-3331. Anthony Recupero, NMLS number
1: 1612 Lend US LLC. NMLS number 1938, Equal Housing Opportunity.
8: LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call Life Care at 1-800-974-5252. 1-800-974-5252. 1-800-974-5252.
14: This week on A New Beginning, tune in as Pastor Greg Laurie brings solid reassurance for the times of trial that come upon our lives and help in sharing the good news with those in our circle of influence. It's an important set of studies this week on
1: A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio online at letstalkfaith.com.
4: We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our missions overseas for the hurting in our city. Would we even cross the street? But we want to see the heart set free and the tyrants kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed But church, if they want to see change in the world I've been It's got to start right here It's got to start right here
3: Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, your watchman on the wall with the Bill Bunkley Show all throughout West Central Florida this afternoon. And if you happen to just be driving in our area because you're one of the six or seven hundred people that's moved here every day or you're doing a little vacationing. Hey, we're glad that you have stumbled across our show this afternoon. We'll be with you all the way up to the six o'clock hour and uh, honored for you to be with us today. Of course, we're uh, a part of Salem Radio, the Salem Media Group. Well, let me ask you a question. Everybody, I believe, who's a born-again Christian, and you're serious, you're an Orthodox Christian, but you're serious about the need to share the gospel, I bet you many of you have had the following thought. You either meet someone, you have that divine appointment, and every day you pray for a gospel conversation. But have you ever fallen into the trap to say, Oh wow! There's somebody walking up my street. You know what? I think it's I think it's either a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to try to engage them because I don't have any chance at all of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. They're very trained. They know exactly how to respond, and and so I'm not going to go there. Well, what you just did is you just you just wrote them off. Now, if we're to be Christ-like, did Jesus ever write anybody off? Now, don't be getting all upset with yourself. Why? We've all done it. We've all prejudged. It may not be someone going door to door, but you know you know how you prejudge people. Oh, he's got a million bucks, man. If, uh, I, you know, I'm going to have lunch with him, but pff, he'll laugh at me if I talk about Jesus. Well, I got a great story and a great book for you to turn that stinking thinking around. Michael Wilder is my guest, and he's uh, an author and co-founder of Adam's Road, which is a ministry dedicated to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ through song and testimony. Now, this is something to listen very closely to. Micah, well, he was raised in a devout Mormon family, and he developed a desire for an intimate relationship with God as a child. So he's going through the Mormon faith At age 19, he began what all Mormon young people do. They began their two-year mission work in Florida. Well, something happened. It was incredible. Micah was born again while he was serving on his two-year mission. And guess what? Micah also liked the state of Florida because he's still here with his wife, Alicia, and their three sons. He's written a book that uh, should be a great encouragement to you who are witnessing folks passport to heaven the true story of a zealous mormon missionary who discovers that the jesus he never knew and of course the uh, author is michael wilder and uh, Micah, good to have you on our show this afternoon thank you bill appreciate you having me i gotta ask you the question so where'd you end up where in florida are you and your wife uh, and the kids living at
5: yeah so we are in winter garden florida which Ah. is just west of orlando
3: yes you're in the disney world traffic (laughs) all <laughs> oh, right. Rah, rah. In fact, our station uh, marketing director was meeting with clients over there, and I was talking about how to avoid the I-4 traffic. Well, let's get right to it. You know what? You you grew up in it. By the way, I've always said this. i uh, worked a lot in scouting through the years, and I want to tell you that uh, though I have a great disagreement with uh, Mormons and their faith, you could not want to have a more salt to the earth family living next to you that couldn't do enough for you is if you were interacting with a Mormon family there or in some sort of nonprofit. profit but you know in the midst of that this is the whole story about well he's a good person but doctrine is different so tell us your journey as growing up as a child because this this interchange at 19 had to really really kind of upset everything you believed.
5: Yeah, so I grew up in a devout Mormon home, um, and we were very active in our faith, and my parents taught us a faith in God, a faith in Jesus, a faith in Bible, and a faith in the Mormon church and its leadership. And so my idea growing up of the way to have a relationship with God was according to my faithfulness to the laws and the ordinances of Mormonism. And so it really drove me as a young man to be zealous for my faith and to live out my faith because I believed that by doing so, I was earning and establishing my righteousness before God. So the idea that salvation and eternal life were a free gift to be received by faith, is not what I was taught growing up. In fact, we were taught by grace you have been saved after all you can do. And so there was kind of this constant burden and uncertainty on my shoulders as to whether or not I was doing enough. And so going to church every week and following the commandments, living the moral codes, the dietary restrictions. These were all a part of my life and a a part of my identity as a young man growing up because ultimately I was trying to earn my salvation.
3: Now there's an individual that began to share with you, but before we get to that individual, which ultimately led to the Holy spirit working in your life to accept Jesus Christ of the old and new Testament, I got a question. When you were out sharing with all of the people, now obviously you face a lot of rejection. But in that time, how many people really engaged you that knew enough about their Bible and about their Lord? How many folks? Just, just, just a quick guess. Actually, engaged you during that time and knew how to talk to you about script about uh, what we would think to be uh, true theology of the Old and New Testament.
5: Yes, I would say in my two years uh, evangelizing throughout the state of Florida, I probably encountered, I want to say, five to ten individuals uh, who really engaged me with truth, with love, and with the gospel message.
3: Now, you're working every day sharing with people. Is it safe to say that you came in contact with your Mormon message that would be hundreds of people over that time?
5: I would say thousands. I calculated probably somewhere near 10,000 people I engaged with as a Mormon missionary.
3: Now, folks, that's the point I'm trying to make. In addition to picking up this copy of the book, it's it's a very, very good testimony. You need to, you need to pick up your copy. But look at how many people cared enough to share with Michael Wilder, knowing that he was not on the road to heaven, and how many people didn't share? I hope that's one of the nuggets you take away today. So you're here, you're in Florida, you're impressionable, you're 19 years of age, and if I think I remember reading in my briefing, uh, flipping through the book, uh, what was it—a Baptist pastor or a Baptist layperson—that finally that divine appointment came and you
5: were you you were being touched by
3: the Spirit. Talk about that.
5: Yeah. So just a few months into my two-year commitment, I actually, along with my Mormon mission companion, deliberately engaged a Baptist pastor with the intention of converting him to the Mormon Church. And so his name was Pastor Alan Benson, and this was actually in Winter Garden, Florida. Uh huh. And so we sat down with him, and and uh, he very he was very loving in his approach to us, and that's something that I always like to emphasize was that he treated us with gentleness and kindness and respect. And although he was bold and zealous in his witness of the gospel, his, the manner in which he did so was was very gentle. And so we sat down with him, and we had a long kind of back-and-forth discussion, and he shared the gospel with me, and I heard the the simple, saving gospel as revealed through Scripture for the first time in my life uh, that day as a Mormon missionary, and the seeds of the gospel message were planted in my heart, and I was challenged and convicted by the power of the Word of God, which is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And at the conclusion of this encounter, Pastor Benson gave me a a life changing challenge. And that challenge was simply to go back to my apartment to pick up the Word of God, the Bible, and to read it and to read the New Testament like a child. And that caveat, like a child, meant to remove my religious preconceived notions about what I believed truth to be according to what I had been taught and to just allow God, through his word, to open my eyes to the truth. Mm. By the way, if you're
3: just joining us, you're listening to the voice of Michael Wilder. Uh, he has written a brand-new book called Passport to Heaven, and he's got his passport, amen, the true story of a zealous Mormon missionary who discovers the Jesus he never knew. And um, by the way, I want to recommend that you get a copy of this book as well because it is it is moving. And by the way, uh, Sean McDowell wrote the foreword to the book, and so that's also impactful as well. And so, and by the way, as a side note, Micah, I am president of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberties Commission, and I represent all of the Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist churches in the state capital in Tallahassee, so I'm familiar with that particular congregation as well. So praise be the Lord. Now, let's talk about this. So you're confronted with a truth a set of truth that's different than the truth you grew up with you retreat and then you begin to go through point by point and then i'm sure it wasn't all in one but as you started you just really answering those questions is that the process that led you to the point where you were set free
5: yeah so so ironically my initial intent of reading the bible was because i believed that doing so was going to prove mormonism true and it was going to further solidify the core tenets of faith that i professed as a latter-day saint and of course as i read the word of god and as i particularly read the new testament um the power of the water the word of god began to permeate my blindness and and i started to be gradually washed by the water of the word of god Amen. in total i actually ended up reading the new testament uh, from getting to end 12 times throughout the course of my two-year Mormon mission trip, and, and it was through about those experiences just by myself at my desk reading the Word of God that God began to open my eyes, and He began to reveal to me the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward me in Christ Jesus, and that I could not be justified by works of the law, but by faith in Jesus alone, and that Christ Jesus was the sacrificial offering to end all offerings, and through His one act of righteousness, that justification in life could be given to all men, and that gift of eternal life was not something that I could earn or be worthy of through, you know, any amount of religious works and ordinances, but it was only through the finished work of Christ that I could be justified before God and be cleansed by the power of His blood. And so that was the very gradual and painful awakening process that I underwent Mm. throughout my Mormon mission. And that's really what my book details is the, the, those things that God used to ultimately open my eyes and bring me to the fullness of his truth.
3: Wow. A powerful, powerful true story. And in fact, uh, Michael Wilder is going to hang with me through the break. We'll have uh, five or six minutes to wrap up our show. I got A couple of very important questions for him. But the book we're talking about this afternoon, uh, he's the author of Passport to Heaven. Let me ask you, do you have your passport to heaven? Have you given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, you might want to pick up a copy of this book, Passport to Heaven, the true story of a zealous Mormon missionary who discovered the Jesus he never knew. Got a couple important questions uh, for our author, and uh, don't go away.
4: We'll be right back. All in the, that
3: the Florida real estate market is seeing unprecedented demand and prices we have only dreamed of. Are you prepared to take advantage? About Face Cabinetry has the most efficient and cost-effective way to update your kitchen and bath, and that is what sells houses. With About Face Cabinetry, it takes about half the cost, half the time, and half the mess of traditional cabinet replacement. Even if you're not selling soon, call my friends at About Face Cabinetry and check into getting your dream kitchen. When they remodeled my master bath, they worked late into the evening to make certain I was ready for entertaining the next day. I really love great customer service, and this is what you get with About Face Cabinetry. And remember, it's half the cost, half the time, half the mess, with now four locations across Tampa Bay. Call them at 1-866-9-REFACE. That's 1-866-9-REFACE. Or visit AboutFaceCabinetry.com, AboutFaceCabinetry.com, and tell them Bill Bunkley sent you.
2: The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White
0: House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others.
6: Get out there. We have a Fallen Angel. A fallen Angel. Roger.
0: Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com.
7: This is Carol Platley about for townhall.com. We're watching an inglorious end to a storied New York political dynasty. Andrew Cuomo has officially resigned New York's governorship. It should be a great day for women. When powerful left-wing politicians can be held responsible for their predatory behavior, we've come a long way from the Clinton years. But as awful as Cuomo's alleged sexual harassment is, he's actually escaping accountability for even graver wrongdoing the deaths of some 15,000 New Yorkers in nursing homes that he forced to accept COVID patients. After that, he covered up the true death toll among the elderly. Aside from Cuomo himself, no one's behavior has been more shameful than that of our legacy media. Just a year ago, the press was fawning on Cuomo, praising his leadership and coining the term Cuomo sexual. Now, fewer mourning Andrew Cuomo's demise. In politics, fortune is fickle. But sometimes, it seems, there's a definite cosmic justice
0: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu
3: Bill Bunkley here. We're back. And, of course, that uh, bright morning star, I tell you what, that is part of our hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, real quick before we get back to uh, Michael Wilder and his book, Passport to Heaven, I just want to remind you that movie, I didn't talk about it today, but just like the CDC is all sort of mistruths, you need to see our explosive documentary at SalemNow.com, SalemNow.com, Fallen Angel. Uh, call sign extortion one seven. And that's a story that uh, they said that every SEAL team um, member was going to be put a bounty on their heads for the killing of Osama bin Laden. And guess what? It was not just someone at the White House. It was the current president of the United States, Joe Biden, at a reception that let that ba- let that secret fact out of the bag. Two weeks later, the helicopter was shot down. You need to find out the details surrounding that because, as always, we tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Got a couple questions for my guest, author Michael Wilder, uh, author of Passport to Heaven, The True Story of a Zealous Mormon Missionary Who Discovers the Jesus He Never Knew. Uh, The first question is, when when you think about how you were prepared to go out for two years on a mission sharing Christ, Have you ever thought about the fact if we had adopted as the body of Christ the same sort of training for a couple of years for all of our young Christians as they grew up? Do you think that we might have a different America today?
5: Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I, I've said often is that that we in the body of Christ have a lot to learn from the zeal of the Mormon. Amen. Or the Jehovah's yes, Witnesses sir. Or many of the other works based uh, righteousness religions and to see there if they have such a zeal for a false gospel, we should have a, an even greater zeal for the true gospel. And so absolutely, I think if young people were trained up in the word of God and to share their faith, if they were uh, equipped to to be disciples, um, I think it would radically change our culture, our communities, our nation, and, and our world.
3: Now, let's talk about something else. You were being discipled, you had a mentor, someone who had been practicing the Mormon faith and was sort of walking you through in discipleship. I wonder what would happen if we also dedicated a year of discipleship to our young people. I wonder what, how much deeper their walk would have been. They would have been able not to be caught up with the, uh, the socialists, uh, with the Marxist professors uh, at our college and university campuses. They would know the truth. Well, i tell you what, we've got we've to just recognize that we've not equ- equipped our young people like some of the Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses have. And uh, i tell you what, there's a lesson to be learned here. The last thing I want to ask you while I recommend your book Obviously you had a family to face, you you had a God to embrace, you got the truth, but then you also had this mentor that was mentoring you. We got a couple of minutes left. Take us behind the curtain to your personal side. Relating to your mom and dad who loved you and you had to you had to depart a part of that relationship. The the mentor that mentored you, talk about that part of your life.
5: Yeah. So, you know, as I look back, I, I, I give God so much glory and, and credit for what he did and placing the right people at the right time in my life. And and one of those w- was a man uh, named Eric who, who was instrumental in, in pointing me to the Word of God. And, and one of the greatest things that we can do in discipleship and, and in mentoring others is to point them to Scripture and and to make sure that we are equipped in the Word of God uh, to have a ready defense for the hope that lies within us. And and because of that, I, I, I had been equipped, even in my you know, young Christianity, although I was a new believer, I had been equipped to be able to share the gospel with my family and with my friends and and to point them to the hope and salvation that were found in Christ alone. And so my parents and my siblings, uh, my girlfriend and my best friends were the first people that, um, you know, I shared the gospel with, and those seeds were planted in their hearts, and by God's grace, many of them have come to a saving faith in Christ. My mother, at the time that I was saved, was actually a tenured professor at BYU.
3: Wow. Oh, my word.
5: And uh, my father was a high priest in the Mormon Church, and uh, as I mentioned, we were very devout, and so they began to read the Word of God, and my mother went to the Gospel of John, and right from John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Um, God began to do a miraculous work in her heart. So my mother and father to this day have also come to Saving Faith in Christ. Amen. Praise the the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, My mother wrote a book about eight years ago called Unveiling Grace that was published by zondervan and she's been all over the world sharing her testimony of the gospel of christ my older brother matt got saved and is now a full-time member of the ministry adam's road (laughs) in which i serve my younger sister got got saved and married one of my best friends who is one of my mission uh one of my best friends on the mormon mission who also got saved and uh, my girlfriend as well was saved she's now my wife and so i've seen the power of the gospel. And Bill, I want to say I really love what you said at the beginning. Quickly, we got about 40 seconds. So many people see the Mormon missionaries or the Jehovah's Witnesses, and we don't believe that they can come to saving faith. But well, we are evidence that God can save people. Nobody is beyond the reach of his
3: grace. Michael Wilder, you just said what I was going to say <laughs> to conclude our show. Pick up his book right now, Passport to Heaven, the true story of a zealous Mormon missionary who discovers a Jesus he never knew. Maybe you might want to invite him to your church for a testimonial. Micah, thanks for being with you. God bless you, my friend. More of the Bill Buckley yeah. Show tomorrow at 3. we got to get out of here. God bless that. Hey, go to the midweek service.